0: rap the new rock and roll we culture rap is the new rock and roll we the rock stars it's been like that now for a minute
1: it's been like that for a minute the Stamang guest, yes, Your next county executive. We I only speak walk. things into existence. Only speak things to existence. Lee, Baldwin, make some fucking noise. I'm sorry, you might not like that, <laughs> but make some noise, noise. Are we keeping it clean today? Um, a little bit because you know we have we have we have people of. Up esteem here. You know, so we have to be we have to be a little different. We can't just be our normal selves. Nah, we we gotta be normal today, man. You gotta be normal, man. (laughs) Alright, Lee. All right, so you started me. So let me get comfortable. (laughs) Good. Get comfortable because I'm comfortable. I love it. So (laughs) we have you here because you you jumped in the comments. We we put out a clip and we said, Who are the better liars, strippers or politicians? (laughs) And high five me. Give me some. Uh, and i did and you know i didn't expect a a a local man running for office to have something to say you know normally you know might like it might you know might even might, might even repost but you were in the comments yeah absolutely and you had something to say you you i think you said politicians definitely 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 i mean what? So so you just gotta take the <laughs> You for not you, you, you gotta tell us. We ain't been no politicians. Hey. I mean ever since I've been a politician <laughs> and that's been since November, mm. you know, politicians, you know, straight to your face and even behind your back, you hear all these things and um, they liars. But to be honest, man, human beings, yes. they liars, man. We're liars. But then when you get to this point, as far as politics, man, you're a liar. Because <laughs> because you try to promise like all these people all these things, and you can't deliver on it. You mm. know what I mean? And that's why, even when I go out and talk to people, I can't promise you nothing. The only thing I'm going to promise you is, I'm going to fight for you. Okay. You know what I mean? I'm going to um, you know, have your voice heard. right? Because I'm a citizen, I'm a resident, just like everybody else. And it's like, um, I have these same concerns, so it seems like, you know, my gripes and everybody else's gripes ain't being heard uh, in those political rooms. So it's like, I'm I'm gonna be that voice for us, and um, but I'm not a, a normal politician either, you know what I mean? So that's why I feel like, I mean. Have I lied in life? Absolutely. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? <laughs> yes, I love that. What Kanye say we life. all liars yeah, yeah, we all liars. Um, I love that Lee got that yeah, out of the way early. Yeah, <laughs> early. You're just like, Yo. Yes. Because I, but I ain't gonna I ain't gonna um promise you something that I, I don't believe I can deliver on. Like and then that. if I don't deliver on it, I'm gonna let you know why I didn't deliver on it and we're gonna have a conversation about it. Um but um that's why I think I'm best for, you know, this political seat is because I like, like I don't lie to myself. Like mm-hmm. I I tell myself I'm gonna do something that's like you know me making it to the league I told myself I'm making it to the league man and it I took myself there you know what I'm so saying? let's 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 go there because you know we yeah. like to do the, a full synopsis of a person because you're not just running right. for you can we oh. talk about the strippers over real quick I would love to my well, god well, because I because you. I didn't I didn't go back on the strippers. I ain't talk just, about it. Well, I'm just it. saying. I'm just tell saying. Me, because yeah, Tell dude. me. Tell talk me. Talk to us. You got NFL buddy. Tell me. You tell, know, me. Say, <laughs> you <wouldn't> <laughs> tell <laughs> me. I've never been able to say, hey, baby. I'm in the league. You don't <laughs> tell me. Well, the then you play. For,
0: all right, we're gonna get into the, the teams. He wasn't talking about the strippers. Nah, nah.
1: Just as far as liars, man. I mean, they go into it, man. They, you know what the hell you get into. Exactly. I'm saying they don't even need to. I lie to you. Mm. Like mm. I they don't Thank even me. need a lot. Thank you You know what I mean They're actually speak louder than they words Anyway I mean they gonna dance with me And then go right Someone next to you Go right next Don't even to matter To your man Yeah to my man Your whole man Telling so the same
0: thing you The same thing But
1: same exact moves Same things And she switching it up, <laughs> up. To, different <laughs> song. To, to be fair a politician <laughs> The politician could be doing outfit. the same You know like He telling the He yeah. telling the single mother The same thing He telling the <laughs> The mothers with You know the wives You know he telling everybody You know a little remix on it but you know. Right, right. So so that's why I believe, you know, the strippers they ain't they ain't lying to you. Right. I mean <laughs> like, yeah. they ain't going home with you. They ain't saying they going home with you. They ain't saying exactly. they ain't doing anything but this day, doing what right? what they're doing. <laughs> exactly. That's the only thing I want to talk about. He's like, let me <laughs> <"Let laughs> get it right. I got constituents <laughs> as well in that population. He's like, I love it. This is baby. a good man. Yeah. This is <laughs> the man you need for county exec people. Yeah, because I'm, I'm a real guy. I'm a real guy. So, so, so speaking of the need. county, you moved here when you were 10. Yeah. Um, And I like that because a lot of people, like they might not be from here, they might come here later, but you've known this place. From the beginning right what do you what do you remember about early 90s pg county living um well i lived in spring hill lake okay. uh, it's, it's called like franklin park or mm. something right now it's the biggest apartment complex around here i mean one of the biggest in the, the country too um to be honest man i enjoyed it because it was a lot of kids that i uh had fun with and it was like two pools there you know a lot of fields it was a wreck center so it was a lot to do out there we riding bikes all that Uh, so that experience was good but the the worst thing was uh, education when I got here um, I got in trouble like a lot uh, like sixth grade Um, and in DC I ain't necessarily get in trouble that much Um, and so I don't know I feel like it wasn't the way DC was but but the living was cool. I mean, I got in trouble with officers a lot too in Greenbelt. So, and, and a lot a lot of these things you lived in Greenbelt, sir. Yeah yeah oh, yeah okay yeah. So Greenbelt police was you know and I mean they still are and, and that's and that's what I'm saying. That's what I'm getting <laughs> they to right? Still are. Because as a kid it was it wasn't good and then yeah. now it still ain't. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So that's why again running for county executive is just like ain't nothing changed it might have got worse. yeah. You know, because obviously as a kid, I don't know everything that is going on mm. out there in the world, but then as I get older and seeing everything that's going on in the world as far as policing and stuff, mm. it's a like- There's progression, a lot of regression. Exactly, exactly. So it's like somebody got to make a change and make a difference. You also went to high school in the county? Yeah. Northwestern. Um, what was that like? Because like that's where I think you probably made the name for yourself and ultimately <laughs> Duquesne and then, but, that's a, like a big gap for, uh, not big gap, but a big stage for people like, bro, you learn a lot about yourself. What was that like Northwestern at the time? Well, at the time, so like you just said, like I've really learned a lot about myself uh, at that point. So I had transferred from uh, to Math High School. I went to the Math okay. for a year and a half. Wow. Um, yeah, yeah. And I want to get into that story because it's a crazy story, man. Um, no, I was, R- I'm definitely gonna ask. Okay. <laughs> what is, I
0: just wanna put that out there. Well, well, so, so again, oh, of, like give us R- the PG version. Yeah. Like, yeah. So, so,
1: that's good. So, all right, I'll, I'll let yeah. you know. You know what I mean? We got time, but I, I'll try to sum it up. Right. So ninth grade, uh, well, I'm playing sports. I want to go to the league in my mind. Mm-hmm. Basketball, or football, either one. I ain't care. But so you hearing about Dematha? Like mm-hmm. this is where all the great you know athletes go. And if you want to make it to the league, this is where you go. Right. Mm-hmm. You go to Dematha. Um, so I get there, I was nervous, like, cause I was like, man, damn, am I good enough in my head? I'm like, am I good enough? Uh, so I didn't even go out for the ninth grade freshman football team. Wow. Right. So then basketball rolls around, um, and that was the sport that I really definitely wanted to play. So I was going to open gym and, and, uh, Morgan Wooten, his son was a coach, freshman coach. And like, he saw me, he came up to me, he was like, Hey, you coming out for the team? I was like, yeah, right. This is doing open gym. So I, I'm thinking like, okay, I'm going I'm, I'm gonna get there um, I was on academic probation so I didn't get a chance to try out mm. but then I got off academic probation and then I was able to try out and they this was after all the cuts happened and then mm. we had a scrimmage right like uh, on a weekend and I didn't even go cuz I was like nervous to go like I don't know why right so they brought a kid back that they had cut, uh, right? Because I didn't come to the, the scrimmage, yeah, right? so you And had it, a spot on the squad. Damn, there. And kids was um in my class. they were like, "Lee, why did you go <laughs> to the uh, scrimmage?" I, I don't even know what I told them. I don't really remember. So, so then sophomore year, I'm like, "All right, man. Like, this is it. I'm locked in. I'm locked mm-hmm. in." Right? I went out for the football team, um, but then I ain't get no burn. Well, I got some burn, like, but not the way I should have been playing. Mm-hmm. And this is. This is a crazy story, Um, and I put this in my commencement speech when I graduated. I mean, when I spoke at Northwestern High School in 2015-14. But the fourth quarter of the game, right, um, was on, and they said, "Lee, go out there and play." You know, know, I'm getting garbage time. Mm -hmm. So I run out there on the field, and the whistle blew, and the game was over while I was running out on the field. Yeah, that made transfer right. too. So, so, but, <laughs> but, but, this will make most people quit. Like, yeah, this wasn't the yeah. last game of the season. This wasn't. I, I really don't remember what when it was, what game it was. But, but I, I came back to practice even more upset, and I mm-hmm. went harder and harder and harder. Um, and like, I, I just finished the season out, and I played a lot more. But like, it still was like garbage time. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? And I felt like I was better than garbage yeah. <laughs> sure. time. Especially even the people that was in front of me, I felt like I was better. Um, but I was like, and then basketball rolls around. I'm on academic probation again. I ain't get off that I'm like acting up and whatever. And so I transferred like my sophomore year, like I don't even know it was like in the middle of the year. Mm-hmm. So then I go to Northwestern now I'm, you know, now I'm like, okay, this is it. Like oh, last so, opportunity. For real, for real. Yeah, it's yeah. like, man, and I got a fresh start, right, That's at dang. a new school, right? So get on no football yeah. <laughs> 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 So so I'm like, all right, because my fresh start was the math, and look what I did to it. Mm. Like I was scared to go out, then I give an academic probation. So I was like, this is a fresh start that I need. And then I go out and kill it. Basketball, football, um, and I do that junior year and senior year. Um, but Northwestern wasn't a, a high school that was like, um, you know, heavily touted for sports. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know what I mean? And um, so I didn't get recruited that heavy um, outside of, um, you know, shit. Any school. Like okay. Duquesne, I went and uh, gave Duquesne my Your videos. VHS. Yeah. So- so I was okay. You just answered my question. I was gonna say no. Yeah. The only the other thing I was gonna ask about that was that look like you said, Duke Duqu- at the time I think they were in the double. I don't know what the exact name is. N A I. It's not like so, so. Yeah, it was Division One Double A. Is we what they call it. Yeah. So right now it's like what is it? FCS. Yes, that's what I don't know the exact technical name of it or some shit or two something of that nature. But you and uh, long story short, you become the defensive player of the year. Yeah. In the, in the whole division, the com- right, right, the conference. Yeah. So, no matter what might be got you there, what was that like? Those four years at there, when you realized that, like, yo, I'm really like that. I <laughs> was well, it like to be a four year college athlete? Yeah. So I mean, like you saying, I always thought I was like that. You know what I mean? He said I ain't need to get that. <laughs> yeah, sure, I knew that. But, <laughs> but then sometimes you need. Um, something to back it up, and, mm-hmm. and I did. I felt like I backed it up at Northwestern, but Northwestern, again, didn't have any colleges coming, right, mm-hmm. so, again, so I'm going to Duquesne. The four years there, I feel like, again, I'm the man, and I'm just gonna keep showing and proving that, um, I'm worthy. like, yeah, I'm worthy, and I'm, and I'm trying to go to the league at mm-hmm. this point, because I know this is the last stop, yeah, <laughs> right, sure. to the league. You know what I'm saying? If, if I don't make it from here, then. Ain't no G League trying. Exactly. So it's like I gotta make it here. And so my freshman year, um, I ain't played, again a lot like I should have. And my coach, I still give him hell to this day. And he, <laughs> he always say, he was like, Lee, I don't play freshman. I didn't play freshman. I was like, man, so what? Like, <laughs> <laughs> why that good. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but um but so I ended up having three interceptions. I started like a game or two, you <laughs> know what I mean? Um, my uh freshman year. But I was ready to transfer because the competition wasn't good. Mm. Um, and my mom couldn't afford it. You know what I mean? Cause i w- it, w- it was non-scholarship, I forgot to say that. Wow. It was non-scholarship. You were nah. So everybody's a nah. so walk-on, essentially, at Duquesne. Yeah, Everybody, because it's, non-scholarship. Give those it's scholarship. not give like out shows. It's like Yeah, football don't give a show. I forgot 'cause the basketball. Like yeah, basketball. Like, yeah, basketball. basketball they like basketball. I I I I there we go. Right. I forgot that. Exactly. So but they scholarship now though, but Back when yeah, I was playing, because yeah, yeah, they just yeah. came from Division Three, like mm. years. I'm about to say, because they have elevated prior? throughout yeah, the yeah, years. Right, okay. They've right. elevated, you know, throughout the years.
0: Yeah, exactly. So I've always known Duquesne is like... The and, basketball school. Yeah, the yeah. D1 school. Yeah, like, for, But for basketball. For basketball, though, yeah. right. Didn't even know they had a football team. <laughs> yep. Until, that's until, like Georgetown.
1: Until you... Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Yeah. Georgetown got football team. Out my man, Stephen Thames, wide receiver <laughs> coach. <laughs> wow, <real>? Yeah. That's <laughs> all right. And we played Georgetown. I didn't know they had a football team until I played them. has a football team? Yeah, All these schools. Absolutely. 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 But Villanova was one of the top schools in uh, the yeah. Yeah, one AA. Mm-hmm. But Duquesne wasn't, Georgetown wasn't. Mm-hmm. Um, so so I'm saying I don't even know where the hell we was at. Um freshman year. But, he they don't they, he didn't play freshman. Yeah. Right. Freshman year, um, you know, I get three picks, uh, and then no. So my mom didn't have enough money. Mm-hmm. Uh the competition wasn't good. I'm like, man, am I gonna make it to the league from here? There's, there's no way. You know what I'm saying? I was like, and maryland wanted me to be a recruiter walk-on when i uh was coming out of high school, school right because they they got my vhs take mm-hmm. late and they had already done their scholarships and so they wanted me to, to do that but i was like no nah, i was ready to play I right wasn't away one. yeah yeah and right away i wanted to play right away so um, like you said, there's no G League. This yeah. is the last time. This is last time. I'm curious. That's a good But you, you seem very intentional. Like even like at 18, 19, yeah, man, Yo, I, I want to. I like, was very, I, and I'm gonna I'm get to you know some intention too mm-hmm. later at, at Duquesne. But uh, so, I'm like, even if I go to Maryland and spend one year playing in ACC and just ball out, I will go to the league. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? I, so I was like, I just need a chance at, at Maryland, and I'm a. I'm gonna go to the league for one year. Um, but then the coach was like, because I wasn't going to no more than workouts. I wasn't doing nothing. I was really like, oh, I was ready to go. I was out of He <laughs> was like, going back and, home. Yeah, and the coach was like, Lee, um, you know, we're gonna get you some money. Mm. Uh, yeah, and so they got some money somehow away. Some <laughs> And then saw them interceptions. Saw, saw, the, saw, the, yeah. saw them interceptions. <laughs> <And> then, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But I only had three, though. I only had three. But, but I, had it, I had two only against. You two know, played two games, though. Right? Yeah, it started, 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 started two I games. Played, I played almost every game. Mm-hmm. Um, but I had some good games against. Good competition, mm-hmm. like uh, you know how like Lafayette. You know Buc- how many now? get
0: drafted and never caught a pick in right. <laughs> Touche.
1: Touche. 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 and right That's too And I'm mad about that. <laughs> you want get to your lead, yeah. right? But right. Yeah, continue, brother. Yeah, absolutely. So, so he he said he was gonna give me the money. He got me the money, and then he was saying that Lee, we gonna predicate the defense, you know, around you. We gonna like make you, you know, like a star. You know what I mean? We just gonna use your skills, uh, and he did. Like I mean, he put me on the best receiver every time. We played, um, and then I end up getting uh, nine interceptions by sophomore year. But so look, the first game of my sophomore year, That's I got to pick a game. Yeah, my, my sophomore year, uh, first game of the season, I had two picks, return one for a touchdown. Okay. And like my defensive coordinator, he was like, "Lee, you keep playing like this, you're going to the league." <laughs> yeah. You know what I'm saying? But already, again, in my head, I already knew. <laughs> I already knew. <laughs> so. So again, my sophomore year, I got nine picks. Um, uh, oh, let me go back. I think this might have been my freshman or sophomore year, so so regardless. Uh, and internet wasn't the way the internet is now. So I'm thinking in my head, okay, if I stay here at Duquesne, how in the hell is Anybody gonna see me? Anybody gonna see me? How in the world is NFL scouts or teams gonna know about Lee Biden? I went on the internet and searched who had the most interceptions in uh, Division one, double A in football. And the guy had 28 interceptions. So I was like, I right, I wanted 30, cause I had three. I was like, and then I, I kind of wanted 10 each year. I was like, I'm gonna get 33. I'm gonna blow this shit out the water. Mm. Um, so that was just my mindset. And again, thankfully the coach put me on the best mm. receivers and put me in positions to, to make interceptions. Um, so my sophomore year had nine, my junior year had nine, and then my senior year had seven. So that totals would be 28. Damn. And to be honest, I had an interception in Sacred Heart. I need to... I need to go back and, and go to the record books <laughs> because they didn't count this game this is a bowl game that we played and i got an interception okay. so i really got 29 but i don't know why they didn't count this this interception we need, hey, update them records we need them bowl game stats <laughs> yeah, we need yeah. the bowl game stats so so I, I still will be second because that's my senior year. math is i don't know if you all remember yeah. that. He came back from uh mm-hmm. coach jacksonville yep he hey. played for the, mm-hmm. the coach jacksonville he started with he had 30 he played for Bethune-Cookman. Yeah, Bethune-Cookman. senior year, he had like 15 <laughs> picks. Yeah, he had like 15 pieces. It was crazy. So, but anyway, like, I was intentional. I was like, man, that's the only way I'm going to get to league, from my opinion, from Duquesne. And, listen, my senior, junior year, like, scouts was coming to practices, coming to games, and my pro day, all the uh, scouts was there pretty much. And so – um, you know, that is what led me to the league, and I had a good pro day. And, and that was, you know what I'm saying? So what about that experience? Because, like you said, I know you was in Duquesne, and you, you were like, league. yo, I'm that guy, <laughs> I done got all these picks. They got at least six, fifth, six, right? Like, was, I'm just, in your mind, what was going on through that kind of experience at that time? Yeah, I, I thought I was when get drafted. Like, And again, the interception that I told you that they didn't count, it was against his team, Sacred Heart, and they had a dude named Devon Johnson. He was leading the nation in yards per catch, right? He, it was damn near like thirty. You know, so you can look it up. I mean, he, it was like twenty-eight to you know. He was just going crazy. He was going crazy. <laughs> what year was this? <clears throat> this was oh, two thousand two, right? Two thousand two. Okay. No, no, two thousand one. Because he was All a right. senior when I was a junior, and All I right. so I played him. Everybody was like. My friends that was on the teenage like, Lee, man, you gotta watch film on this guy, man. He's so good. I was like, man, fuck fuck him, man. <laughs> I was like, I'm a, I'm a destroyer. You know what I'm saying? I ain't I'm really it. I'm gonna lock <clears throat> this nigga I'ma lock yeah. him up. And yeah. the stats show, right? Mm-hmm. He had like two catches for I don't even know how many yards I had an interception, right? I pretty much dominated, And I was on him the whole the whole game. that year he got drafted to the Dallas Cowboys 6th round so again I'm a, I'm, a, I'm a junior i knew i knew this nigga's name i'm a junior he was a senior mm-hmm. he got drafted from to the Dallas Cowboys 6th round all my teammates was like Cause yes, this this was doing spring ball. Yeah. They was like, "Lee, you definitely get drafted." Did you see Devery Johnson got drafted? You <laughs> went <laughs> <Like, laughs> at least third, man. Okay? You went at least third. You man. know what I'm
0: saying? I, I, Shit, I, you like up that went sixth.
1: <laughs> and then and then my year, come, my year come, I'm undrafted. I was I was like, Ooh. I was kind of mad. You mm. know what I'm saying? That Cowboys could have <laughs> <be> used me. <laughs> <laughs> I was I was kind of heated, man. Oh, but he but be in the league, if you was in the Cowboys, <laughs> for, for real. Well, nah, my injuries uh, like I was hurt. I mean, all we <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, but nah, so, so I'm thinking, like you said, mm-hmm. I'm thinking I'm getting drafted and just with having 28 picks, listen, Chuck Pagano, he was the defensive uh back coach for Cleveland. Okay. And he was like, he called me up and I guess their scout had came later in, uh at my pro day. And so, he didn't get a 40 time. So, Chuck wanted to come work me out, get a 40. He called me on the phone. He was like, uh, Lee, you know, asked me all these questions, and he was like, "What's your forty times?" I was like, "Man, you know, I don't know. It was like four, four. and And um, he was like, "But I want you to run when I get there." I was like, "Nah, I ain't running." You know, what I'm saying, like, uh, my because my hamstring was hurt. But then conversation went on. He said he asked me how many picks I had, and I said twenty eight. He was like, "Oh shit!" He said, "No wonder everybody talk about you." <laughs> you know what I'm saying? uh But I'm saying I, I felt like I did enough to get drafted, but it didn't happen because they knew like. They probably could get me as a free agent. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying. So, so I read that do. Yeah. when you got there, you made an impression—an impression, impression. Rookie camp, and ultimately, first year don't play much. But second year is when you shit get happen. you get on there and you start playing. What was that kind of the first couple of years in the league as an undrafted free agent player? What was that like for you? Just that working before you answer
0: that. Mm-hmm. How did it feel to go undrafted? because you thought you were getting drafted. Mm-hmm. You had the picks to get drafted. You had a great pro day. How did it feel, and mentally, how mm-hmm. did
1: you react to not getting drafted? Right, so that, that's a good question, too, because, again, the story is is so much because, like, San Diego flew me out to San Diego. I met with Marty Schottenheimer. Like, I'm thinking, they was going to draft me. Whoa. Like, the D-back coach, because he was a – d-back coach for my pro day and he loved me like uh he watched my tape my highlight tape he, was, he told me he loved it and that's why i went out there so again teams said they were going to draft me and i'm, I'm like okay i like it's gonna happen but after the draft now like you don't really got time to think because now it's it's my cell phone ringing i was at my mom's house my mom's upstairs line ringing, downstairs line ringing, all these teams is calling and so you got to make a decision right, right there cuz they trying to get all these free agents. Mm-hmm. So it's it's the Eagles, it's like or the Browns, the Redskins, um San Diego. It's a ton of teams and they just call it back and they call my agent. So it's crazy. So I ain't really had time to think like even after that because um, I'm just like, all right, like whichever team I go to, which and I pick the Browns, I'm like, I just got to go in there and, then, and, and show what I've been I can, doing. Yeah, yeah, do what I've been doing, for real. That's that's really honestly. And it's like you see when people um, don't get drafted and they get left over, picked over, and mm. they're like, man, I'm, I'm going to make these teams pay for mm. not picking me. Mm. So that's kind of like my mentality. I was like, I'm just gonna, going in and just give the league hell, try to give the league hell however I can. So that's, that was my mindset after not getting drafted. Um, you know, it, you ain't really have time to to soak and be bad, You know what I mean? Because I had to make the decision to make it um, quick to go to the Browns, and it's like, all right, now uh, let's go. Let's go to work. Man, shake your hands. Yeah.
0: <laughs> no, cause that's vicious, bro. Cause like he said, he was very intentional. He said he was a kid, and yeah. he was like, I'm going to the league. Everybody's saying, I'm gonna draft you. I'm gonna draft you. I'm gonna draft you. Don't get drafted. A lot of people have been like, yo, fuck the league. <laughs> yeah. And then, like, he's like, nah, I'm going to get in the league. I'm going to make y'all pay. And I'm going to make the squad.
1: Right. And I, and I was going to make them pay, too, just like they paid me, you yeah. know what I'm saying, the money. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> I made them pay. You know what I'm saying? That, it's, it's true. And I forgot to tell you, like, so, Green Bay actually mm. called me in squad. the seventh round. In the seventh round. Um, right Should've before the lamb seventh brown. round. No, they said... And you can go look this up, cause I and I didn't. I looked it up like afterwards, cause I and I mean years afterwards. Oh. <laughs> they said, "Whoever called, it was like we got um a lot of picks in the seventh round, um but you probably won't wouldn't want to be drafted in the seventh round, would you?" I was like, "Nope," and hung up the phone, <laughs> like straight up. So it was straight like that. Straight like that, cause a lot of times, like, just think about it, like Mr. Relevant. Yeah, yeah. How, they don't, how many times they make the team? Seventh round picks usually don't make the team. Mm-hmm. Sometimes six round picks don't even make the team. That's True. Um, so. I got a chance and that's what my agent was telling me even before the draft. Like, you know, being a free agent is, is sometimes cool too because you get to pick, what pick you're where you're going. You, go. yeah. you know what I mean? Whereas if they pick you, shit, that you could just be a body mm. for them. You know what I mean? You're and just again, you just feel in the roster. Sometimes it seemed like they just throw darts at a name for you set the seventh round picks. That was I'm now a now maybe I was gonna say maybe not now, but but I think a lot of times seventh round or sixth rounders mm-hmm. you ain't gonna make it. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? And and I don't know why you would even waste a pick on you know those people. But a lot of times free agents are a lot better than even mm-hmm. so sixth, or seventh round picks. You decide on Cleveland, right? Um, was there any particular reason why Cleveland mm-hmm. over the rest? Most yeah. money. Nah, nah. And so and that's <laughs> what and everybody said don't go with the most money. But they was the one who paid me the most money. It wasn't. that It was nine thousand dollars for my signing bonus. <laughs> Um, shit, me. <laughs> As a regular human, I mean, yeah, but you know, when you know I, what say, yeah, I know what saying, say. getting paid, I got to go to camp with a nigga making a billion dollars. <laughs> yeah. Like that don't sound too good, right? right. I'm also <laughs> undrafted? Right, true, but no, so nine thousand dollars—that was the most that I that it's any cheap. team I was offering. like. No, we put it.
0: Charles I, 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 like our resume
1: is same. <laughs> <laughs> His resume is better. Especially <laughs> when he gets to camp. Yeah. Like I would, it's different. Like. It, I'll let him explain, because he's the one who did it, but I 100%. Nah, but so I'm saying, it, it wasn't the most money. So I didn't go because of the most money. And the reason, honest reason why I went there was because my agent knew the GM for Cleveland. And he was like, if Lee shows any flashes of what he did in college, he's guaranteed to at least be on a practice squad. So like, right then I was like, okay, I know at least I'm gonna make some money, mm-hmm. right? But I was like, they gonna get more than just, They're gonna be surprised, yeah. right? They're gonna be surprised when I, you know I'm, come there. They gonna get a lot, you know what I'm saying, from me. And so again, my fresh I mean, I said my freshman year, my rookie year, like I was going there trying to, I was dominating. Rookie camp, I went in there dominated. Um, it was a little different when the when the vets got there, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> because they were they were wiser, but they they knew, you know what I mean, I meant business. Mm-hmm. I mean a lot of a lot of guys like Kevin Johnson, he's still to this day. Yeah. I got I got a relationship with him and he talks about, you know, me as far as like coming in as a rookie and how, you know, ain't nobody really want to go up against me. Mm-hmm. I like get one-on-ones mm-hmm. because like, they ain't want to oh, yeah. look bad against some undrafted guy from Duquesne. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? They don't want to look bad oh, against so me. So you had <laughs> all that in the back of your mind as well, yeah. just like they did. You had it in your mind Absolutely. too. They they Duquesne kind of is like education school. Yeah, like, so right. and, and every time, Doran, um like, in the locker room, guys used to be like, Leah, how did you end up at Duquesne? Because mm-hmm. I'm going out there, you know, playing like I went to USC. Mm-hmm. And i go back in the story. One of the scouts, he was watching a film with me uh, at Duquesne. And he was like, why do you walk around like you belong at USC or something? I said, because I could have played there. Mm-hmm. I told that scout that.
0: <laughs> if I would have stayed at the match, man, I would have been at
1: SC. <laughs> yeah, so, so I just had that, you know, confidence in myself and um you know i just put it out there on the field and people saw it and a lot of the guys in the locker room they was like man i can't believe you went to duquesne like it's crazy because you you know how talented you are
0: so what did that uh what did that
1: recognition from your professional peers feel like i mean it felt good um even though you don't search for that but like for them to just come out and say it because obviously they are mm. really great athletes themselves yeah, yeah. and these are draft picks and mm. you know what i mean veterans, uh, all these, eyes, it, right, so. veterans you know what i'm saying so it's like it feels good and and that's just motivating um because a lot of times your coaches is gonna be like e- you sorry you know mm-hmm. what i mean <laughs> if you are messing up and you you know making these that's rookie true. mistakes yeah. or something but um when you got your peers respect then that's all you look for and so it just kept motivating me to to make them continue to see me as that you mm-hmm. know what i'm saying as so, a peer yeah as a peer yeah, and yeah. like man respect his game uh, no matter where i came from yeah, I know that. yeah my um question was you got traded from <laughs> it was the browns to the lions yeah, correct yeah and um I was going to ask another question. I'm going to ask it later about the career, but I wonder what that's like because we we talked about how when you were a free agent rookie, that was kind of like a plus. Mm. So what is it like to be on the opposite side now where the team is deciding your future and your fate and they say, hey, <laughs> now you're going to Detroit. Yeah, so it's a story in that as well, man. Um, I came off a 2007 year. I had six picks. It was, I was like tied with fifth in the league. Um, and... 2005, I had just signed an Should extension. Receive a yeah. you <laughs> this, this pressure, you know. But listen, <laughs> if I could really catch, I'd have had you know, ten more picks. That's uh, what is, know, for real. <laughs> but but so so i I had six picks. My third year in the league, I signed an extension. Right, so this was 2005. 2007 um, was my last year there in Cleveland. I had six picks. Um, and I'm like, all right, man, I need some more money, because I, I was underpaid. So I was like the 31st corner getting paid in the league. You know, it's 60-something corners. It's like mm-hmm. 64 corners in the league. So, yeah, yeah. you know, if you you know, got two corners, yeah. right. Right, so I was 31st in the league getting paid. I listed, since I had signed my extension, I was like top 10 in picks in the league, top 10 in PBUs, and in tackles, I believe, for corners. Um, and PBUs is past, past breakups break sorry yeah for the fan, for the people that don't yeah. know right <laughs> past breakups so I'm top 10 in each category I'm 31st and getting paid I was like you know give me some I need some more money and again to go back in the story I knew I was going to be underpaid my last two years of this contract mm-hmm. but I didn't I didn't care because when I was a uh, a rookie I didn't get paid hmm so then they, outside right, they signed me to an extension <laughs> in 2005. They, they talking millions. And I'm like, well, yeah, I'm taking millions. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So a lot of guys was like, Lee, you're going to be underpaid later on in your... Um, back into the back contract, in the contract. I was like, I'll worry about that later. Yeah, yeah. And, and so now, now we fast forward. Now I'm here. Mm-hmm. I'm, I'm like, okay, y'all got to pay me a little bit more. The gym was like, wait a year. Romeo Cornell was like, man, Lee, I respect you for coming here and showing... Like not just asking for money, but proving that you should mm-hmm. yeah. like get this money and deserve it. That's that Duquesne education, <laughs> <thing>. right? <laughs> so business <laughs> degree, don't forget. for yep. nah, business it, administration. Correct? Yeah, I got you. absolutely. Business. I business is website. my Yeah, yeah. Business is my thing. So I, I'm a businessman, and I came in there and showed them that I'm in business, and here's why I needed the money. And again, the GM said to wait a year. I told him, and see, now I'm young. I told him straight up. I was like, that's a slap in the face. I, I told him that. Oh, I no, told, him you that. told the GM. I, that. I told him, yeah, okay. I told him. I told the GM this with Ro- Romeo Cornell. And it wasn't like. Disrespect. Means, yeah, yeah, You yeah, know no. what I mean? I just felt like it was a slap in the face. And the reason why I say that is because. Because you were and playing I, better than the number one corner at that time, right? He, right. And see, here here's the kicker Gary Baxter played on our team, and he was uh, a corner. Mm-hmm. He was in the top 10 and getting paid. He he had gotten hurt. And so he didn't even play, you know what I mean, for two years. And so I and I felt like I was a comparable corner, you know what I mean, if not better than mm-hmm. Gary Baxter. A lot of people felt like it. Um but, uh, as a competitor, I felt like it too. Yeah. And so I'm like, and that's why I felt like it was a slap in the face, because damn, you know, you paid him top ten. Why can't I get mine? Why can't I get mine? Excellent. But I wasn't even asking for top ten money. I, I said nah, I ain't not want top ten money. Just I want. I don't want to be thirty first. That's what I told you. I'm them. gonna I said, be closer <laughs> to ten. <tech. laughs> I was like, I don't want to be thirty first. Yeah. So, so that's why I felt like it was a slap in the face. not believe me. I'm top five <laughs> in picks. Yeah. I'm yeah. Top ten money. Yeah. Yeah. So. um... That offseason, mm-hmm. right? I got I traded, <laughs> right. so, that, so that's that's what happened. Um, and that's you know, that was a business moment for you, pretty or? much, okay. pretty much, because it was like I was trying to put my career in my own hands and trying to get a little bit more money. But again, you know, through injuries, anything can happen. Yeah. So if I waited a year and got hurt, yeah, and, you know, who knows like, what happened? Who knows what would have happened? That's and true. then that next year, Cleveland didn't play well, then he got fired. So now guess what? I'm gonna have to play. GM the, G- the GM, sorry. Mm-hmm, okay. The GM got fired. So guess what? New GM gonna come in and mm-hmm. gonna say, Well, I need to see what you got yeah. again this year to pay you. So wait another year. So wait another year. That's so now I'm two years. So now I'm, I'm living out that contract. Yeah. yeah. So And I did wanna live out. You were in Detroit and I hate to break it up, but that Go was ahead. the year. Go ahead. Yeah. Zero and, oh, and, oh, and sixteen. But you gotta play with Megatron though. Yes, you gotta be on the team. So there, there, there is some good with the bad. We, yeah. You do have to take some good with Daniel too. He be, Dan be, be on TV, crazy. Played some exciting <laughs> games, some good games. They did, we did, not they, we did, we did, good, yeah. Games. Yeah. Games. good games. Some exciting. What was it like being in that atmosphere? Because that's a unique man place to be. Right, it's it was very, Field. Correct? very unique. Yeah, Ford Field. Yeah. Ford Field. I don't miss that place at all. <laughs> 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 you sound like Let's talk about it, high school. It was in it I was, was indoors. At all. <laughs> it was indoors and sometimes it was cold in certain <laughs> places of the i was like, how the fuck how it cold, <laughs> <I was> <laughs> cold. <laughs> outside? True. Nah, but With Detroit crazy though. <laughs> that's true. <laughs> right. that's Detroit cold as shit true, in the right that's, true. Time. that's true. So nah, just even entering the locker room, um, it was like different than even Cleveland. Mm. Um I don't know. I don't know. It was just the energy, the aura of it all. Not saying the players, because there was some great players that were there. Who was the coach at the time? The coach was Rob Marinelli. He he's actually a defensive <laughs> line coach for Dallas Cowboys. He, he was. I don't, I don't
0: know if he is still now. But. If he was the first year when he came with Mike McCarthy, then he's
1: gone. <laughs> <laughs> Not there.
0: But got no,
1: he. He just wasn't a good head coach. I, I just put Williams. it. I just put it like that. I see my statement. Yeah. It happens. It happens you know. Yeah. Yeah. So it just it just wasn't wasn't good. I didn't think we would go zero and sixteen. To be honest, we listen. We went four and zero in the preseason. That, that shows you the preseason don't mean a damn thing. <laughs> yeah. It shows listen the to the professional, yeah, you guys. Preseason don't mean a damn thing. We went four zero and then went zero and sixteen. But I mean, it's nothing positive, I could say. I'm about yeah. to say, but a, as a professional, does it, like, make you think of, like, all right, this will never happen or, like, these are lessons that I'll it's take to the next team? It's a learning experience, for That's sure. Like, <laughs> for sure. Well, I mean, you had to just go in there and just do your job. Like, yeah. really, really just not worry about nothing else. Again, I didn't care about if we was Owen, uh 16 or owing whatever. I was still always playing to not look bad when on film to other people and to my peers. That's really all. Because I, y'all are independent contractors at the end at of the, the end day. end of the day. Right? Because if they see 99? me, 99? Hmm? Yeah. <laughs> Nah, but <laughs> listen, you get the point. You get the oh, point. Yeah, right. <laughs> if yeah, you see you me out there,
0: and shit. I if, if you see me out there
1: playing like that was some question, garbage, right? that's on you. That's, that's not on the line. You on team. You know what I'm saying? So we will be ONC seeing all we want. But, if I'm playing well, right, then it don't matter. Cause look, Megatron still played well that season. Mm-hmm. Um, that nigga
0: went crazy.
1: Yeah, and <laughs> and the thing is, I didn't necessarily like that system either because they they brought in like Tampa defense, Tampa two, and we didn't have the personnel to uh, play the Tampa yeah. two. Like Tampa two, you need a. A front four that's gonna be like really crazy, yeah, yeah, yeah. Right. and not saying our D line wasn't bad or nothing, but they it, they, no they wasn't right. I mean, we did we did, but it, it wasn't like how it wasn't Warren right, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, it wasn't like Simeon, right? That's you know And so yeah, you know, that's what I'm saying. So you so you gotta incorporate more um, blitzes mm. and things like that, and. Ah listen mate, he's a corner man he can't no, have his sure. back
0: he, yeah, he, he, yeah, yeah, yeah. Come I, wa- I want to speak on that real quick because I say that's why like the Dominican Sue they if they <coughs> they ran the table when the Dominican was there it would have been a little different. It was three four when he was there.
1: But that's off topic. Continue. <laughs> no, but so it, I mean the point is, um me as a corner, they was playing <laughs> cover three a lot okay um and then all that you should tell me explain was explain
0: cover three for people that yeah so
1: cover three a corner what a corner has to do is really just play the d thirds like don't get bd mm-hmm. that's the only that's your only job <laughs> that's your job that's your job. <laughs> that's your job is not to get not to get bd the field is in three one yeah, right, yeah two. the field right it's cutting thirds so i got a one-third on my mm-hmm. if i'm a right corner mm-hmm. the free safety that's mm-hmm. the furthest back has that middle third and mm-hmm. then the left corner has everything outside that the, Yep. right that third that for the field and then all they used to say is let your underneath defense work. So if any curls outs come, those let backers, catch and tap those you're backers. Off. No, 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 those backers no. got to be underneath it to make the quarterback either throw a, a bad bump, pass yep, or okay. to give me some time to maybe make a play mm-hmm. or just not even go there. Okay, you know he's what I'm supposed to be tackling after you catch it. Yeah, he's exactly. not supposed to exactly. You but, curl, boom, right? But I hit that looks you. that looks bad if I'm just continuously. Making tackles after curls, after mm-hmm. ten yards, after curls. They're like, damn, what? Mm-hmm. he ain't playing no defense, and they keep getting first downs mm-hmm. and first downs. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You looking bad as a corner, mm-hmm. but our linebackers was getting sucked up because of play action, and now I, it's like, we, what do I do? What do I do? And you know what I'm telling the defensive coordinator? <laughs> that's
0: there? why I said the timing work because they
1: yeah. had enough brooks out there. Exactly. <laughs> so yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm telling the defensive quarter, and I'm like, yo, let me just play man to man because. In cover three, and if I got beat deep and I play a that's curl I mean. hard, that's what so so man. Yeah. But it's like, ugh, just play the defense. But <laughs> right. I, I'm looking bad. I'm looking bad out here. You know what I'm saying? But yeah. essentially, I'm doing my job. Yeah. To the yeah. average fan, it's like, what the hell is this guy doing? You giving him too much cushion. You yeah, gotta yeah, be man. the worst position in sports. <laughs> you gotta you your job so great. Exactly. Can you do doing your job so great. You
0: stop. Exactly. Like, and you and got that's nine tackles instead of two picks.
1: Hundred percent. Hundred percent. And and I only ended up with one pick that year. Um. And so, everybody thought that I had a down year, but, again, guess who's calling after and that season? I, and I was going to say, we talked about that, but then there was a big money play. Right. The, money play, money, the money play comes right after, so... I, that's why I asked about the independent contract, because you, the bail, bail you the got yeah. the you got the bread after what would, many would consider a <laughs> down year. season. Yeah, right. Right. Does that change your psyche as a player, or is it just like, I've been known this? Yeah, I've been known this, because, I mean, I know I'm playing well, right. because... I love this confidence. <laughs> I just want to say, you need to bottle this and sell it. Nah, it. Trust me, when we get to the politics again, he'll tell us more. Yeah, because like, this shit is vicious, bro. Yeah, no, nah, straight up. But see, and I know it, but then guess what? It was some even turmoil in the locker room. Because a lot of times, man, the guys, the guys in Detroit was kind of mad that I was the only corner that was not rotating, meaning. You stayed on your mind? I stayed, and I stayed on, no, no, no. You I stayed, stayed in your zone. No, no, no. no. I stayed on my position. Yeah. And so every, I was on, I was at the left corner. For like, depth chart, oh, okay, depth chart okay. what? One, Dep- one, right. yeah. I'm, yeah. and not and, 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 and everybody <laughs> else, <out>. they, they <laughs> just kept rotating. <laughs> Nickel corner, made me? Nah. nah yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, I was I like just it. the, right. So you play left side? So at first I played the right side when I got to Detroit. Okay. But then... Everybody thinks that the left corner is supposed to be the best corner. Yeah, the number one receiver. That's right. not always the that's not the case because if you when you look at it let's just say when guys follow guys mm-hmm. you, you see how many times they be say, on the Raven other side that right yeah but for you, me personally they, they go mm-hmm. everywhere yeah. you don't say they be on the inside it don't matter the, the left side
0: or oh, Jalen Ramsey for
1: instance if, you a lot, you, I if nine, you're a lockdown corner like that, my yeah. man Lee said you gonna be doing that yeah, yeah you move you around that. so, so it, it don't I mean but they say that the left corner is the best spot that's what they say that's but where receivers actually move around though
0: right well, no, no. A lot of receivers, I mean, do, you might go left or right, but very few wide receivers go might to the go middle, to the slot. Yeah, go to the slot. Yeah, 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 yeah no, absolutely. You go to the left or go right. Go mm-hmm. cup, that's his guy. Right. Shout out sound, man. Right. You know what I'm saying? Very few wide receivers <laughs> might go into that slot spot, but it's just like left, right, all right, cool. Right, but right. So, just,
1: yeah. so so, it depends, because mm-hmm. the receiver will depend on the play, whatever mm-hmm. that officer coordinator call, left or right. It don't really matter. So, so I, I started off on the right. Then they moved me to the left because they said that's where the best corner plays. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I don't know why they ain't already put me there in the first place. Because <laughs> I was the best I was corner. was the best corner. No, straight up. And But it's like, they knew this game two. How do you just realize a game two when guys knew it from the get-go, even from training camp and whatever. But you I don't brought me here for a reason, bro. <laughs> Exactly. And, and that's, a, that's another story in itself in Detroit, but I won't even get into that. But so... I love this. Wait <laughs> till we gave you out a Patreon. Woo! It's so... <laughs> So I'm playing, right? Getting to the story of just the turmoil. I'm playing left corner and all the other corners mad. I know I'm playing well, but do I get beat at time to time and do I make mistakes? Yeah. But the coach, the coach was like, the D-back coach, he was like, Y'all wanna know why Lee playing? He put on a film. He said, cause he do this, he do that, he grayed out 90%, right? Like That's pretty, right, pretty, <laughs> pretty high, man. 90 something percent is pretty high every game. You know, so,
0: certain counties. That's an a hey,
1: <laughs> right? Because <laughs> <laughs> right, we get we get grades from play <laughs> from each play. Each play we get graded. Okay. You know what I'm saying? In in the league, so he gra- I'm grading out right every game ninety something percent. Even though you know, what I mean, I get beat whatever. I'm still playing a great game while everybody else, right? You ain't grading out as high as me. So that's why mm-hmm. Lee is playing and not rotating. Mm-hmm. So that was a. And so I'm saying, I, I knew I was playing well, and then sometimes it's good to get back up from, you know, somebody, a coach or somebody. Because now when the players is like rumbling and mad that Wally ain't rotating, he got <laughs> he got beat right here, or he, he missed a tackle right here. Like so what? You know what yeah. I'm saying? Like he's consistent, you know, in what he does. So um, let me show you, you gotta be that right, exactly. <laughs> and so 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 then I'm, I'm saying I played well enough for one of the best coaches mm-hmm. in the history. sport in history to be inquiring about me, you know what I'm saying? On 0 ON16 team. So that means I was doing something right. And that's that what I'm saying. Crazy. And that's all I was worried about was was playing so my peers and even even coaches, you know what I mean? Get they res- knew. They knew. Some like, of
0: them appears, though, because around the time you was in the league, that's why, like, the young coaches and shit, mm-hmm. like, started getting moving up. Like, they might have been assistants, but you know what I'm saying? Right.
1: Listen, Gruden came up to me one, because we played Tampa, and he came up to me after the game. He's like, man, you have a player. Keep playing. You know what I'm saying? Because it's like, you know, and, and we're, right. not a, we're not a good team, you know me as far as wins, yeah. minds, but it's like to hear somebody say that after – you know, games and after you lose, you know what I mean? It's always, you know, good to hear. And I think I was, uh, you know, just doing my part each and every game because I knew, uh, you know, people would be watching. And I, I felt like I didn't want to be in Detroit anyway, so I was like, yeah, I'm playing for somebody else. You I like that. end of the day. So you're not your 9 year career in the NFL finishes in New England. Mm-hmm. Uh, we just talked about like, yo, no matter what happened in Detroit, you had one of the, maybe the greatest coach in the history of sports checking for you. Right. Um, what was that experience like going to New England and playing with Brady? We didn't got Megatron and Brady. Right. <laughs> nah, so, again, it was something crazy to have Belichick inquiring about me and then going there, actually signing there. And like I tell you, it was night and day from walking in Detroit's locker room to mm-hmm. New England's locker room, the facility. Like, you just knew that they, they winning. I mean, obviously, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> that's what their culture is, is winning. You obviously knew that they're winning. Mm-hmm. They're winning. I that's mean, did you ever go to a girl's house and you <laughs> just like, yeah, her house nice. She got it together. Charles. Right. You I know, hey, That's hey, how I feel. That's, that's, how, uh, I feel. that's hey, how I feel. It's hey, her uh, Uzi video. She had the Wi-Fi. <laughs>
0: Her the bed, pressure her bed crackle <laughs> yeah she was like smoking this s- joint i ain't never leaving Lee was really? like yo England is pressure <laughs> <laughs> Lee said i ain't never leaving yeah <laughs> i ain't want to i ain't want
1: to man. listen i'm a, i'm a, i'm gonna pull up something man cuz it was something uh, if i could, if i could find it man dude yeah, it seems Wayne, like a vibe so this is this was what was on New england's door when you walk in right on the way in, he used to say, do your job, work hard, be attentive, and put the team first. Right? This is when you walk into the facility. Oh, so
0: that's a fact. this I've is, seen Julian Edelman say that on multiple podcasts. 100%. And he was like, that's a fact. is a fact.
1: And this is, <laughs> he used to. Because like, all of them say, Bill Belichick always say, like, do your job. Right. That's what I'm saying. This is And this is on the way in on the door. And he used to, in some of these meetings, ask randomly, hey, What's on? What's give me one uh, phrase on the way in, and you better know that shit. <laughs> okay, <laughs> for the whole team. And then he asked somebody, What's on the way out? And so, here are the things on the way out it's like, don't believe the hype, ignore the noise, speak for yourself, and manage expectations. Mm. Right? And so, when you walking on your way out to the facility, wow. that's what it's saying. Like, right, you ignore the noise, you know what I'm saying, and they ignore whether people saying you good, whether people saying you bad. Man, don't worry about it. You know so what I'm saying? Patriot when you leave, way is a it's real. real thing. This is a real thing, man. Yeah, it's a real What's thing. He said, Listen, I bought <laughs> into it. I bought into it. Yeah. I into it. yeah. And, but I was like, Y'all
0: gonna I, love my gift for the basement. Bro. I was
1: like, I hope he don't call me because I ain't memorized memorize none of this shit. And that's why I still got it to this day in my phone. Not you know bad. what I'm saying? He's searching in the notes. Nigga. Yeah, I searched <laughs> it in the notes. He's searching in the notes. It's, it's, it's still in here right it's but tough. nah but but it was real cuz you know, I mean he got it like that like he got people like on pins and needles sometimes um and that's a good thing that's a good what leaders need to do is sometimes be uh, crazy uh, mm. in a certain way um and you get respect from everybody around you when you like that um and then you understand that like everybody's going to come together mm-hmm. and and again just respect you for that but Behind closed doors. He's a I mean, you could talk to him just like like this, like a regular guy, but you know, when you a leader, you gotta you gotta be certain ways. But that was that was huge. So walking into that locker room, it was just it was just different. And again, the history of them, you know they winning. And you just wanna contribute so you can get a, a ring. And that's really all I was trying to do was was do whatever I needed to do to to get a ring. You play with twelve. <laughs> yeah, play with twelve, man. That was I mean,
0: Hey, we I, we yeah, I played
1: with twelve on the couch. Let's make some yeah, noise for that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> TB twelve, Yeah, I mean, and when I played against this guy, the second person we've had on the couch that, that played with uh, TB twelve. So, but who else? Who else you had? AJ Francis. Okay, all right. When when I when I played against him though, seeing. How he demanded like excellence from everybody and like uh getting people lined up and it was just so crazy to see. And I ain't never seen a quarterback like that. And not only that, but just had obviously like swag and had confidence and and his demeanor was just different than a a quarterback. Like it's like that's what you see in cornerbacks. You know what I'm saying? What he had. That shit is real. Uh, it's real. And then and then yeah. to the play against it every single day was like <laughs> mm-hmm. was dope. Because obviously you gotta be on top of your game every uh Tell every he day. That tough. Yeah, he that tough. And then see in practice it's even even more hard, uh more difficult because you know, they don't got no sacks. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? So they'll let you play. Yeah, you know? and then I'm playing against Randy Boss. Shit, they extended some plays. Tom throwing that motherfucker all the way across the field. I can't. I, I'm not gonna bother to pull my hamstring. Trying to
0: see yeah. TV twelve and the and
1: the. Me, me, I mean, somebody. he was on his,
0: He was on the yeah. squad. To me, yeah. he, He's was to to on the me, squad. The best wide receiver. Gronk. Yeah. Yeah. There was people, buddy. Yeah. Yeah. Was, Alex Gronk was, was there, a rookie, yeah. right? Hmm? Yeah. yeah. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Um, so you, you listen. I know you watched the show because you gave us a great transition. <laughs> you talked about leadership and in particular, Bill. But for you, county executive, that's a big leadership role. Yeah, isn't? Charles. <laughs> yeah, <was> <laughs> Second populous county in Maryland yep. under a million people. Right. Um, embarking on this has that been something you've thought of in like, hey, I've been in these roles, I've been in part of with some of the greatest leaders that you know Americans we've known. I've taken what I've taken away from them, and how you plan to use it for the county. No, absolutely, hundred percent. Obviously, Bill, Again, he he's, Charles, a, he's a hell of a leader um, of, a of, <laughs> 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 of a lot of men. my whole question. Of a lot of men and women just in the facility. Just the organization as, as a organization whole. The yeah. organization as a whole because he, he pretty much runs that organization. And to see how he goes about his business is um, what I've taken away and have taken even in the business world as far as uh, owning my gym uh, in Atlanta when I had my gym, so you can just incorporate things from him and all the other coaches that I've had that are great leaders of men of you know a big group of people, and you just implement. It doesn't matter if it's you know fifty or hundred or five, um, you still have the same qualities and get the same qualities that uh, these people have, and implement it into whatever you're doing and that's what i did and that's what makes you successful like he always says no matter what people think he's going to do what he feels is best for the team and Mm. that's and leaders have to take a hit like you seen when malcolm butler he didn't play right i'm sure some players was like Mm. man what you doing right but he felt whatever reason malcolm shouldn't have been playing and he's gonna stand by it. And he put him in when he needed to be. Right? and he's gonna put him in when he feels like he needs to be put in. And leaders are gonna be crucified when if they don't work out. Mm-hmm. But he's okay with it, right? He, it's a method to his madness, and it's a reason why he did it. And he's just gonna move on and get better from it um when you when you move on. And and no leader is perfect. And so you have to have the balls, to be honest. That's a bar. Yeah, you mm-hmm. gotta have the balls to be able to um know that the media is going to crucify you or think that you did something wrong and fans and even the players on your team but you got to keep moving and keep pushing but you don't make um all them super bowls you know by just being somebody that don't know what the hell they're doing um so so he knows what he's doing and i I did i took a lot from you know what he did and it's, it's a lot of those things that i read to you um you know Everybody needs to do their job in, in anything you doing, right? And if you just focus on that, right? Everybody gonna be better. Because mm-hmm, again, if I'm if I'm focused on the, what the DN doing, I ain't gonna do my job and then like right, the DN could end up doing his job, now I'm not doing my job, and now I get beat and then we get scored we on. We get scored on. You know what I'm saying? So if everybody just do their job and focus on that, like it's easy. And it's it's pretty simple, but you gotta you got to make people buy in, and then you have to, if people don't do what you say to do, then you got to remove them. Mm. You know what I'm saying? And and he's done that. He did that with me. <laughs> uh, you talked about the your gym you had pre-COVID. Uh, as a business owner, a lot of business owners, no matter who they are, were affected by COVID as running for a county executive, you have, you can speak to that better than Mm -hmm. maybe probably anyone running because you actually had a business It went through the COVID, um, not error, we're still in COVID, but it went through COVID and on the other side, what would you talk to maybe the business owners and how they, what they have to go through? Yeah, I would say me as a leader, just because I've gone through it, I would help smaller businesses more. I would try to help smaller businesses more. Not only again, COVID is uh, not what it was, but just moving forward, I want to help them because Allegedly. that
0: that yes, yeah. people are no longer getting tested and things like that. But continue, <laughs> <Right>. continue.
1: <laughs> but I think they need help smaller businesses because they'll just go under like what I did, and and I could afford that. A lot of people they can't afford that and it's like how do you balance that um but you worried about big businesses i feel like there needs to be a balance between big businesses and small businesses and i think the people that's why i'm running that's the majority is small businesses Mm -hmm. and so i want your voice to be heard i want somebody to be fighting for you and when you do uh have struggles and things going on with your businesses i want the government to be able to help you because i mean even through that whole COVID, right the government was bailing out big businesses all day long but then you're giving small businesses really you know what Jeez, yeah. you know what i'm saying um so it just needs to be a balance because the well, wealth like, gap we, is crazy saying, we know we, it we can go further back to the recession with obama and
0: how he banned out gmc and exactly all, all, and all
1: right and that's what the government is going to do but yeah. so now local governments what you got to do is help these local businesses yeah staying afloat and if you don't do that I mean big businesses are just going to take over and and we're going to have to just rely on them and depend on them and uh, that's not an economy that that's good for you know again entrepreneurs and smaller businesses because how do you you know I mean uh, keep going from that you know again if, if all they're doing is worrying about big businesses it's no way our economy and our people can Know, advance and get to a, a higher place and in a place of i want to say comfort in this you know capitalistic world i love that i feel before like for your you answer that For you ask
0: that i on mean one thing that's been big with you since everything all the stages is culture mm-hmm. pg county dc dmv however you want to put it very important culture small businesses all that is culture so where does culture come in with you Because it seems very important from the Patriot way, um, the things you didn't learn in Cleveland, things you didn't learn in Detroit, you know what I'm saying? The cultures there, weren't it? And then you went to New England, solid culture, home culture, you know what I'm saying? So I just want to, like, what does culture necessarily
1: mean to you? Culture, to me, means...
0: As a politician.
1: Yeah, as a politician, I feel like... But well, again, I'm not a politician. I, like that. <laughs> I was waiting for that one. <laughs> I'm not a politician, man. Um, but culture is important because it's who we are. Mm-hmm. It's just who we are. And how do we advance who we are? Good and like the only way we advance who we are is through our governments. And if our governments never have a representative that represents the culture, who we are as people and our growth, then we ain't never going to grow where we feel like we should be, you know, growing. You understand mm. what I'm saying? And so I feel like I want to be the leader of the culture and, like and helpful to our culture to grow because ain't no leader going try to help our people grow. They only worried about the big businesses, right? And that's not our people, essentially. And so that's why they don't want somebody like me, you know, in – politics is because like i i care about our advancement and you know we we talk about it all the time as far as you know how we going to get to the next level and 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 what is it going to take and being a a entrepreneur it's it's hard still you know i mean uh but we need assistance yeah right and so we need assistance and and (laughs) i said this in a forum uh with the county executive. It's like it, it's a lot of great things that are happening. Businesses, podcasts, right? But they don't got the money to mm-hmm. where's get the grants? To where's their, the infrastructure they, to, exactly. to move so, it? Yeah. Yeah, you know, people go on Shark Tank, they got great ideas, great businesses. And the reason why some of them go there is because they ain't got enough money to continue that business because right, they ran out or whatever mm-hmm. it is, right? They need some assistance. And then, and then those, for me to expand i need more capital exactly and those shark sharks they see it and they like all right you know we'll give you money for that um and to help you going if they never had nobody to help them wh- what's gonna happen you ain't mm-hmm. never gonna hear about them they can never make the millions of dollars <laughs> You know what I'm saying? I'm so fucking shame, wow. <laughs> that John was on uh, Shark Tank, right? And so yes. you and all, on you advertising, right? You get advertising and right? you shit, getting, advertising yes. and you're getting money, right? To be able to expand your your business or whatever you're doing. And I think that's what the government need to do is like start expanding. Um, if you ain't gonna do it monetarily, help them promotion wise something mm, you know what I I'm saying? Like something the county um, has resources the, the county has resources and i just want to be that person to um give our people opportunities to um showcase like their talents and showcase what they've been doing and to make our county just like homegrown and and not always searching for the big businesses out here we can you know, be the Black Wall Street. You know, what I'm saying we like um, once were. Yeah, yeah. But but it's like we got to get back to it. In my you opinion. talk a lot about education um, being a big focus, and you also tie that into the economy. Is there something in particular you want to see for PG schools? <laughs> the curriculum to change. Mm-hmm. I wanted to thing. go back to giving people skills. Like I saw crazy. that home. Yeah, like, I saw. Like, Just Uh, farming, like tech. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Tech edge, like shops. Yeah, absolutely. Because we need skills, right? Because if you go out and just know how to, you know, stock a shelf. You know what I'm saying? Like anybody could do that. Yeah, but we need some skills, so. You make it be a plumber. Right, and plumbers make good money. money. Um, yeah. <laughs> nah, they do. thing figures easy. Yeah, but people don't really know that, and it's just like we introduce uh, sports, and you want to put your kids in all these different sports to see what they like. We mm-hmm. need to start introducing these different trades to like kids that. and see what they like. It's the same thing. Um, like. People love saying IT and tech and all that. And it's just like, bro, that's a trade. Right, right. No, <laughs> that's I, right. That's, and that's a what trade. we need. Graphic design, all yeah. this IT stuff. IGT we tech. Like, you used to clown these on it tech. But it's a trade. And it, they getting something. And then, like you said, six figures. But yeah. we got to start giving our kids like, better resources, better programs, better curriculum, uh, less testing, in my opinion. Okay. Because throughout the schooling, because it's like, okay, you test and you test well or whatever but what is that gonna do for you, you know, at the mm. end of the day? what well, uh, practicality does it have for you? Exactly. You what you
0: use for this test to the real to life. To the real life. Yeah. And
1: if you spend a lot of the school time preparing for yeah, these tests, totally right, so, yeah. you ain't, you. that's taking away from learning time. Mm-hmm. And, and building a, some type of skills. So I think our curriculum needs to change. I think we need um, better teachers. <laughs> and not saying we don't have good teachers there, but uh, the way that we assess them uh, is, is different than other counties, other states, other cities. Um sure we too. And that's what I was just about to say. And Now we, we got to start paying them. Once we assess them the right way and, and know that they're doing a good job, now we can pay them a lot mm-hmm. more because exactly. we lose a lot of our teachers to other counties, other mm-hmm. cities, old right, D.C. School. old private school. And so we have to... You know learn how to just uh like, better I was, assess these I like, teachers I know a
0: teacher that's leaving public school to go to private school this
1: year right it, and it's happening yeah. and so if we don't find a way to keep our teachers then our children will suffer so mm-hmm. so yeah i mean those are the big things that education is is what i want to bring
0: i love that um, and policing um, you, is also another I big thing for you, you. uh Please expand on that. Expand on that. Well,
1: before he, he asked you to am I'm, I'm just going to ask you when people say defund the police, what's the first thing that comes to your mind? So well, continue. I don't know why he screamed like that. No, because it's
0: just like, bro, like, how many questions you just going to keep asking, bro? like, Because I was like, expand on that, and I was just like, defunding the police. Because it's just like, I was about to get to that. It's a good follow up to the follow
1: up. Yeah, well. I right. <laughs> I give I give, yes. I give one. i fucking yeah. <laughs> <Everyone gets> one. one. <laughs> yeah, nah, so defunding the police, like what comes to my mind is just, it's just allocating the money somewhere else. It's like, yeah, he's not a politician for real. He's right? definitely not. It's, it's giving them less. That's what defunding police and... That's what I thought. That's what I thought. A lot yeah. of people get upset when you say that, so yeah, I'm... A lot of people
0: don't know how much... Police unions mm-hmm. and police counties and all that getting from states, federal, runs right. Like that, and and it's like because the money that's coming for police unions isn't necessarily
1: coming from the state budget, correct? All county, county, or county budget. budget, but but the thing is, money is allocated yeah, from the county, sure. but then if we're looking at what they spend it on. Do mm-hmm. they really need it? Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? That's not, and that's what I'm saying. And so now, Fuck guess man, guess what, what really? For. Yeah, exactly. So guess what really needs it now? Let's take the money from these uh, from the police budget and put it in education, mm-hmm. right? Um, but I'm saying expound on just um, policing. When I was 13 in Greenbelt, Maryland, this officer told me I was handcuffed, and he said, "If you wasn't handcuffed, I will hang you to this tree." And this was during. Um, Rodney King, when Rodney King <laughs> happened, <laughs> so
0: I'm thinking I'm dead. And if you go to his website, ladies and gentlemen, that is one thing that sticks out to him in his life. Yeah. I felt like when I was reading it, because it was just like the Rodney King beating.
1: Yeah, stood out to it stood you. Stood out to me as and a child. As a child, because one, I mean, you see a man getting beat by police officers on camera for and, speeding, and I don't even know what the hell it's for. <laughs> it don't even matter. <laughs> then they got away with it. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And A so minute. that's what happened with the LA riots. That's what happened then. Mm-hmm. That was like ninety two, I believe. Yeah. And I'm saying ninety-three or ninety two, I believe, this those, happened to me. They have multiple with, riots in LA. Right, right. But I'm saying just specifically for this though, yeah, like yeah, once yeah. that verdict came out that um yeah, those yeah. police officers were mm-hmm. acquitted, mm-hmm. people went crazy. Were there like six of them? Yeah, I believe it was. I only know the number, I can't even lie to you, yeah. but it was a lot of them. Yeah, it was definitely like five or six. It around. was a lot. <laughs> and I'm saying, so I'm 13 years old, and this officer tells me this, and I'm thinking, I'm dead because he's going to get away with it. You know what mm. I mean? And, uh, and so, and then I had, and my friends had problems with officers in Greenbelt. And then as you continue on and you hear about all these other things when you're growing up, and even me not being here and coming back and hearing about all the you know things happening with the police and listen they, they still killing people raping women it's it's crazy um, you know what's that's going on something enough. that's not talked about uh, and I learned a lot of this just when I'm running for politics but these things are getting swept under the rug mm-hmm. and so you have a leader that's doing that that's allowing these things to get swept under the rug and. Uh, Police misconduct not being reported and not uh, allowing people to know what's going on. Transparency. Right, the transparency. that also goes to the police union laws, though. Well, and it, Maryland has an Anton's Law that you have to disclose um, misconduct. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And Prince George's County was one of the counties that... Didn't Still haven't, it. yeah, yeah, didn't follow
0: it. I'm sure, right, and so because Angela also broke some in the last year and a half, she said they're gonna start following it. Yet we haven't exactly seen a lot of camera footage that's gone down with certain and arrests I, and things like that. Exactly, and
1: I tell you, I mean, that's one of the reasons why I was running, um, because I got arrested for no reason. I mean, I wouldn't say no reason, but I didn't commit no crime. Uh, and just so, to let
0: y'all know, if you are handcuffed and detained, you are arrested.
1: Right. Right,
0: Like, if you are handcuffed, you don't have to go to jail, get fingerprinted, things like that. Me and Charles found this out after a (laughs) young man who died, Trayvon Martin, Martin. after he died, it was just like, yo, bro, y'all arrested right now. And we are sitting out front of our man's house on the curb. right? And he's like, bro, y'all are arrested. He's like, y'all don't know Mm y'all rights
1: for real. Mm -hmm. And I'm just like, well, (laughs) goddamn. And they can do it. And, And they have the power to do it. And the... The person even when you don't commit a crime you don't have no power they'll just lock you up and put you in jail if they want to and then i mean now you got to deal with it through the court system right what, and they just wash their hands you don't even got the money to do that right would you say that was the moment that in particular made you want to m- embark on this one or was there something else no absolutely i sat in the jail for eight hours A eight, barbara uh yeah Eight hours, and I was thinking like, this is crazy that I'm sitting in here. So you were from Greenville to wow. modeling and for eight No, I I'm, th- you, I'm thinking it's no recent. This is oh, more recent. No, <laughs> no, no. no. Okay, that right. was that was when I was a, a child. I was 13. You recently. Yes, recently. And so that's what made me run for county executive because I was sitting in there for eight hours. Again, I did not wear a mask at LA Fitness. That was that was the issue. And they called the police. the whole process. That's not I mean, Listen, they don't care. That's what I'm saying. And they shackled me hands and feet. I was in there shackle, for the like, mask. For the mask, bro. Rapists don't even get that. The That's mass, what I'm saying. Murderers don't even get that. And so I'm sitting there like what, how did what's I going get on? here? How did I get here? Mm. Because of a mask? Wow. And then y'all treatment, they cussing at me crazy. Right. Mm. And then and I see how they cussing at everybody else. I'm like, this can't be real. Mm. And this is Prince George's County where we predominantly black. black. Like we treat people like You're this? You're talking to me like that. Yeah. And, the, and you like me? Right. So I just sat in there and I was like, how do the people not go through this? Mm. And so that's when I decided to run. I was like, man. It was just got, that simple. It was just that simple. I love that. To yeah. be fairly <laughs> <laughs> niggas don't got your money, <laughs> But so and I'm glad you said that. But that's who I do it for. Yeah because people can't go and run after they go through some bullshit. Yeah, you know, know, know how many that? times a motherfucker was like, yo, i want to do something. He but had the means I,
0: to do it. The time, the means. And that's why I said it, Chuck. Right. Because that's why I feel like you're not a politician.
1: Right. Yeah, no, no. Listen, you, listen. I was like, nah, maybe you've done, a, you've dispelled all rumors. No, all rumors. no They're politician like, in this I guy. I have way hard yeah. questions for you. No
0: politician <laughs> in this guy. I have way more hard-headed questions. I hit Charles early in the group chat. I was I got, like, Charles, I have People one more. Politicians little, are liars. We in this <laughs> city with
1: all the hard questions and no bullshit. <laughs> Listen, what's the bullshit? We going at it with said? Once he started, it was like, yo, I have a little strippers. I was like, all right. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. We, <laughs> I knew the vibes were. We, but can we talk about the strippers? I knew what the vibes were. Like, My okay. last, um kind of political <laughs> question is, housing in this area is crazy to me. Yes. <laughs> like, every time I look up, there's yes. a home new townhome. There's a new... There's no Park for kids. There's just, like, nothing <laughs> in between. I'm glad you said that. Uh, Talk, like, I, I, you know, someone, like, does that not disturb you? Yeah, nah, because it, it disturbs you. So I'm saying, like I said earlier, I'm just like any other resident. Like you just said, there's a bunch of townhomes being built. What about the schools? We already overcrowded. <laughs> you know what I mean? So the teachers are already overwhelmed. Yes. Right? The kids are overcrowding these schools. How are you continuously building New townhomes, new developments. And where are you putting the people? Where are you mm. putting the kids? No rec centers. Right, and then centers. no rec centers, yeah, no programs, no you People talk about crime and stuff. What, like, what, what happened? Like, where do you want the kids to go except the and streets? Do, right, exactly, except the streets. But that's what I'm saying. Again, I think we talked about it too earlier. It's it's money in that for mm-hmm. them. Mm-hmm. It's money in crime for them. Yeah. It ain't no money in doing good. But if we change so the dynamics. The
0: state of Maryland get paid for you to go to Upper Marlboro.
1: That's what he's saying. Yeah, that's what he's saying. There's no, there's no benefit to, there's no profit in good in good behavior. But so if if we turn that into um, something different, right now their economics is on a downturn, Mm -hmm. and if we try to make it where people getting paid for good, right now our economic, you know, development will. Be something where they gotta have some maybe, grants for these kids for you know young people yeah. business right. something They're something working
0: for or something exactly. And, a job? Like
1: oh yeah, you're camp counselor. You exactly, but like, it's not even camp counselor. It's just like you talked about it. Counselor. Yeah, like now we can pay you to right yes. develop these kids yeah. into mm-hmm. it. You know professionals and getting jobs when they finish okay. a high school and. They get that, internships uh, and all that at the complex. I
0: don't know if they still have well, it. Right, but supposed but, to learn.
1: We're supposed to learn. Right, but it needs to be more. Yeah, you know, what I'm saying? that's all I'm saying. And just like it's, they build more jails and yeah. prisons mm-hmm. and this. We need to be build more yeah. community centers and I love uh, that. Have buildings. Have you been to the IT community center in Oxon
0: Hill?
1: Mm-hmm. I'm gonna you the address. Yeah, please do that because I, I, I need to they be here. Right. Of, yeah. they,
0: sent, they built a whole IT community center and um. I want to say it's like not it's like right off tucker road mm-hmm. not far from tucker road to like the little pool jump uh where they had all the goggles at but they have like an actual it jump like it's set up like a rec center mm-hmm. but the only thing they have that's recreational is the basketball court and then like the weights and all that treadmills but the rest of the facility is strictly it see
1: i, I need to see that i need to check that out but and that's just my point is we need to build more of those. Yeah. And if we build more of those, again, that's more jobs for yeah. um, our people who are the program leaders. Yeah. And, and then, obviously, that's going to build us to maybe even venture out to go to different cities, states, right? But then we filter in everybody from this county, uh, and we can be proud that, hey, man, we're, we're a product of Prince George's County and – it ain't just athletics you know what I'm saying that's where we, we always talk yeah. about man all these athletes coming out of PG County, Prince George County we can have you know IT guys people that's farming, people yes that's sir, you man. know uh, doing a lot of different things. Many uh, avenues many avenues to just um, you know make them grow it would I'd be remiss if I let you leave High Coast the podcast with not, without bringing up marijuana um lawmakers have filed a marijuana legaliz- legalization bill anticipation of the ballot referendum passing, blase blase, July 1st, 2023. It's on the vote in November 2022, 20, uh, coming up. Uh, how do you feel about that? Are you pro recreational use for the people, medical, because it's decriminalized since 2014 in Maryland, medical as well, but there's, like I said, there's this ballot, this initiative that will be on the November 22nd all adults 21 can purchase legal. Is that something that your administration is going to be like, hey, you know, throw that to the side? No, I definitely feel like we need it, you know what I mean? There's Um, a lot of money in that as well. Talk about economics. Yeah, and that's so so crazy. Um, When you think about it, like obviously they're going to take advantage of uh, the economics. So let's just go back to like running numbers when that was illegal you know mm-hmm. that's the lottery nice right now lottery, that's the yeah. lottery and they making they making money off of it you know alcohol was the same way uh-huh. um, and weed is no different but weed is it's been a drug that's been helping people for a long time and yeah, people use it recreationally but not many things Did come know
0: why weed became illegal yes okay no i don't i don't seriously yeah okay so So yeah tell me started but then they needed weed to become illegal and their reason for it was because white women were sleeping with black men because of marijuana and like the jazz players were like jazz was big then jazz like the jazz singers all they were known for marijuana and then so like there's actually a movie called um It it escapes me.
1: (laughs) Reefer
0: Madness. Thank you, Charles. Reefer Madness. That came out and it basically showed all the exploitations of marijuana. Like, white men get, white women getting high and just like leaving their white man and then Mm. going with the jazz player and having sex and things like that. And it was just like, that was a propaganda for the time.
1: Okay, that was the reason why they made it illegal. Because
0: if you think about it, like, we became illegal when liquor became legal
1: mm-hmm. like literally right. like, it's it, like just, three it just years apart yeah, right yeah. right
0: you know
1: what I'm saying Nah, I think uh <laughs> what is it called high high clothes, man. no. no well, I know I know but <laughs> you gotta think like in my estimation man you know smoking weed it like it puts you on a high level and it puts you in a in a high place it's like It's a place where a lot of, of times, like you thinking, right? Mm. And, and a lot of people say they come up with great ideas, right? Or we, because come it, with a few. It, 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 it escapes, <laughs> Definitely it, come it makes with you a few. escape the reality. Yes. And reality ain't really real, to mm. be honest. It's a, it's just a world that they created. I like that. And they've created Bars. this, uh, again, capitalistic world and materialistic world, whereas this plant is... is just tapping into a higher power and a higher being, right? Higher high that's why you know what I'm saying, you talk about high codes is like that's where we put you. You got it? You got you know it. He understands. Yeah, that's where that's we push everyone. you. But you're
0: the first guest that really understands right? but,
1: <laughs> but but they don't but they don't want you to be in that that's higher yes, state. Right. That's they sure. want you to think how they want you to think. Yeah. You get what I'm saying? And that's they why these commercials right stay brainwashed. But when you on this, you you out of this world. Mm. Meaning this materialistic world, this capitalistic world, you're out of it, and now you're thinking of just things that you know. What I mean, of life, of life, just natural life. You know what I mean? And tapping into yourself, and so I feel like that it's important. But again, can it take away from your everyday life? You know, sometimes yeah. it could if no. you do it in excess, and then mm. anything in yeah. excess ain't good. Like too much water ain't good for you. You yeah. know what I'm saying? You can dry yourself. You, water. Yeah, you, yeah, too much of anything. So. Uh, I think all in moderation but uh, but I'm saying because when you, in my opinion when you do get high, right, you escape this world and, but again, guess what, if you gotta go to work, you gotta go to work you <laughs> know what I'm saying, it. that's the <laughs> fact man. you <laughs> know what I mean, the high ain't stopping that <laughs> right, the high ain't, ain't stopping that um, trust me so but it, it just it just makes you think, and and that's what this world don't want you to do is think, and then oh, think outside of the their box. box. Yes, sir. And they want you to stay in this box. And the way that they got in this world is because they thought outside the box, mm-hmm. right? And they've done illegal stuff, and they've mm-hmm. done you know things that you wouldn't even imagine.
0: Came to America to escape uh, religious persecution, <laughs> right? And <then> persecute <laughs> niggas for religious reasons. A- exactly, oh. man. So that's so the they know guy. what they're
1: doing. They're, they ain't dumb mm-hmm. you know but this uh um, drug you know can take you a place where they don't want you to go alleged uh, uh, mm-hmm. what, 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 alleged what alleged drug no it's a drug I mean we can call it a drug you mm-hmm. know what I'm saying I mean a plant drug whatever they whatever they want to call it they can yeah. call it what, uh, labels don't mean no, nothing like to, yeah. Yeah. to them like to them, to them right. it's a drug yeah. that's why I say alleged yeah absolutely it's like bro come on now yeah but I mean listen cause this grows this way exactly but they got they got drugs legal drugs yeah right and they prescribe to you. Yeah, we talking about the pharmacy? Right, yeah. exactly. I work for a pharmacy. There you go. So you know. So so, so what's the difference between your drug and my drug? You know Ooh, what I'm saying? Why, nice. why, why is the drug so bad of a word when it's this, but mm-hmm. when it's now, yours? Is that? It's not a, that
0: bad. And as a former football player, them shooting you up with tremor, yeah, I ain't never do it.
1: Things. I ain't never do it, though. Wow. But, I, but that, that's why um, I ain't never want to put that. In my body, because I always wanted to. I want. I was like, man, if I tear something, I'm gonna feel. It. I want to feel it, because <laughs> I'm gonna get out the game. You know what I'm saying? If I can't stand that pain, that's wow. real. Yeah. That's real. But I've seen a lot of people do it, but I ain't do it. Mm-hmm. Carl, so, what was your question about it, no, no. I was gonna say I had, I just had some per, you know, just you know, we did the, saying, we, did the, football, the we did the football, did the politics. Yeah. I just had a few because you know, man, gotta go home. Man got kids, yeah. <laughs> so I just want to get it quick, Charles. One more time, please. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, man cause got, cause I'm saying I'm yeah. yeah. saying yeah. 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 the yeah. part about him being a yeah. dad. Like you know what I'm well, saying? I was like, well, quick question was, um, you homeschooled your kids? Yes. Yes. Why was that something that was cognizant? You and the lady, or you just like? Hey, you know. So, to be real, before I even had kids, I wanted to homeschool them. Mm-hmm. My girl is an educator; she uh, taught in D.C. for a long time. And so, when my daughter was born, um, she she just took her to the school that she was at. Yeah. So I was cool with it. I was like, all right. Um, and again, I was playing at the time, so I'm in. Uh, I was at Cleveland and Detroit and New England with my daughter mm. uh, with my son I was just in well I was in Cleveland my last year but but he wasn't in school my daughter was so uh, so I, I felt like it was cool with her being there her like kind of gotten and knowing the teachers and all that um, but eventually I just took him out but just because the system just the system is a system and I ain't really want my kids to be brought up in a system in this system because I, I got brought up in it um i know how difficult it is to to just be in it and not like fall in love with you know everything that comes along with it even though it's some some bullshit, like in my opinion um and i wanted to just instill just values and and not have them have the peers like teach them. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? I wanted to be able to teach my kid and and teach them how fast or slow I want to cause I know their development. Like I'm around them the whole time. So I, I know, you know better than anybody. I know better than anybody. Hey, these kids gonna harsh, yeah, <laughs> These kids gonna teach them whatever they learning because yeah. they don't even they don't know no better. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So And if um, the environment isn't right. Yeah. That's a good I like that. Exactly. That makes a lot of so, sense. Kids so I just very
0: impressionable on top of that.
1: Yeah, a- absolutely. So I just wanted um and then I wanted to teach them just a lot of different things. Like that they can't be in the school. That, that they, they won't teach them in the schools That's to get them the education. So that was the reason why I homeschooled my kids. You're also vegan. When did you well, m- I'm a vegan. <laughs> yeah. You can't do that. Now you gotta explain to me. You can't do that to me and not explain. I'm going to, and it's a simple explanation. Talk to me. Vegan eat whatever the fuck you want. You know I like that. Right? I, I talked t- about it. I don't like labels. Right? Like, I like that. people. This is what Americans do. They label you. Mm. You know what I'm saying? So if if I'm a vegan and I want to eat. Chicken one yeah, time. Yeah, some. It's like, oh, I thought you were vegan. Nah, yeah, that's true. But this farm raised yeah, though. Yeah, dab me up, yeah. dab me up on that. I one. thought you was vegan. Yeah, I like no, that. One time, we like, Yeah, you know what I saying? I want to do what I want. I want the freedom, right, to do what I want. Again, yeah. I go to Africa a lot. I do eat their meat over there sometimes if I feel like it. You know what I mean? So. I don't consider, consider though, Jake, myself a hmm? There's some allowed meat over there. Yeah, though. yeah. So that's absolutely. How, so 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 I'm a, a legan. I like mm-hmm. that. Tanzania. Mm-hmm. You were there two top during the pandemic, two thousand twenty? Multiple times. Yeah. Multiple times. You say you like going over there I, even off camera you were like you know that's where you gotta get to <laughs> but after he after he, after he's your county executive don't forget yeah. that yeah. um but what's the what's the experience or what's the the energy like over there and why do you seem to enjoy it so much man just talking about that plant man mm-hmm. it's just natural right you're just in a natural state i can tell you i've been going out of the country since like uh consistently like after i finished playing like 2013 i believe and like you just see the different cultures and it's just so much different than America and Mm -hmm. the relaxation of life over in other countries. And Africa was just, took it to another level, a different level. And it's, you're around just nothing but greenery, you're around clouds, you know what I mean? It's fresh air, animals, just earth. And I can sit there for hours and like do nothing. Mm-hmm. And, and I used to tell my family this. And my sister just came back from the Maldives with her husband. And she was like, now I know what you're talking about, mm-hmm. Lee. You know what I'm mm-hmm. saying? Because I you know, just want to be just away. And yeah, just can sit there and watch the sunrise all the way to the sunset, the sunset. You know what I'm saying? And not do a damn thing, but enjoy life, enjoy earth. Well, like, I feel like. and, and so I think that's what Tanzania gave me was uh just that sense of just nature. And I love animals too, like wild animals. So they got the Serengeti, which mm-hmm. is, you know, and, and it's, spread it's called our multiple,
0: other, countries. Hmm? Spread our yeah, multiple countries. Serengeti spread throughout multiple countries. Kenya. Kenya and mm-hmm.
1: Tanzania. Uh, but it's one of the uh largest uh flatlands like in the world and natural reserves, and that's too, right, right. Yeah. And absolutely so so these these wild animals just graze there mm-hmm. and and I and they enjoy have being there humans money nigga. <laughs> yeah so I enjoy yeah, being there is. I enjoy being there and it's just so peaceful right like where it just it's serious a
0: law where poachers can be killed if you're poaching an animal out there now
1: uh listen I don't know you, I bet you it's so probably, yeah, yeah, probably cuz in, in different countries uh, are yeah. it's totally different yeah. right because uh, I want to say and I don't know what country this is and I don't wanna lie. It's either Zimbabwe or Zambia, they allow poachers. Yeah. yeah. For certain, sure. yeah. certain amount and, and you can only kill a certain number of mm-hmm. whatever Zambia. right. It's Zambia. Yeah, yeah. There you go. So um but I feel like uh yeah, I mean, they should have the rights because, I mean, humans is... is yeah. We crazy. <laughs> Not you know what i just doing stupid stuff just I, I for, mean, for what? What you going like to I believe it's
0: Kenya where it's just like, if you poaching certain animals... No, for sure. It's definitely... Like, they're going down, bro. Like, right. they,
1: like our... And our rangers have the right to off you. Right. And because... It's, it's the way they make money, too. Yeah. Yeah, People go true. out there for these animals. Yeah. They never true. have them no more. Then guess what? They ain't coming there mm-hmm. to Tanzania or Kenya no more. Mm-hmm. So you got to preserve those animals. Um, before we let you go, um, this is a special question from your nephew, Miles. <laughs> he asked me to ask you. Shout out to Miles, MCML, good man. Mm-hmm. Asked me to ask you, do you think you are misunderstood? Uh, absolutely. Absolutely. Um, and the reason why I feel like I'm misunderstood mm-hmm. is because a lot of people don't think, right? Like that. Uh, that's <laughs> something <laughs> I would have said. I, and I'll, I'll explain. <laughs> I'll explain because you don't have time to. Right? I have time to think in depth. Like a lot of people think on surface level. People talk about, man, you gotta, you're got going deep, right? That's the root of problems. Is That's how you solve them. You know what I'm saying? Go you yeah. you got to go deep. A lot of people are surface level. That's why we read headlines, right? And and you hey, run with a headline, thumbnails. right? Thumbnails, right? Because guess what? You got a lot of stuff on mm. your plate during the day, mm-hmm. right? To worry about, and the way I talk is is definitely different. And like you said, things need to be explained a lot, and and if it's never heard before and never. Uh, somebody never talks to you about it, then in depth, in depth, then it's foreign to you. So mm-hmm. it's like, what are you talking about? Like, right. so you're gonna be misunderstood again. It's like a different language, mm-hmm. right? If a Spanish person come up in here and talking Spanish, you wouldn't understand what the hell he's saying. But he could be saying some some important stuff to, it, right? But you just don't understand it because of the language barrier. And I'm saying it's like a mental barrier when I'm misunderstood because people really don't think this deeply go this far because when sometimes when you do when I, I sometimes I sit down and talk to my mom sometimes she like I right, need this is too much right because because sometimes because if you go deep and deep and deep and then you realize what I'm saying now you got to change the way you live in mm-hmm. and you ain't gonna do that like just like I, we was talking about earlier when balenciaga yeah Gucci they ain't coming back to the hood and helping you but you helping them with spending your money and they'll never come back to help you. And you, you are and, riding the metro bus, right? right. Exactly, exactly. <laughs> but if I speak to you like this, right? And and people gonna say, oh man, but I, I want to look fresh. I want to look fly. Even if I say we going to Popeyes, like stop going to Popeyes. It's like we gotta eat, right? You can eat something different, bro. That's true. Popeyes killing people, like straight up. And I used to love Popeyes, right? And I ain't stopped eating Popeyes because, like. Well, I did. Because it was it was messing my Fucking your stomach fucking up. Fucking my stomach up. Right. But but when well, you look at too it for a professional athlete, I mean. <laughs> but I used to eat it when I was uh when I was professional athlete. Because I felt like I could eat whatever I wanted. I was I wasn't I wasn't hip. I was, you know, I wish I had somebody that'd be full brawn in there. Yeah, I, I wish but my dad was a vegetarian and I stopped. I didn't grow up with him though. Okay. But he used to when I used to go over his house he used to always have me drinking smoothies and trying to eat healthy right but then my mom you know she she's working three jobs she she could and then she americanized right and then she americanized so she gonna feed me whatever Whatever, yeah whatever um so did you eat (laughs) me i'm eating hot dogs right all all that stuff so um i'm just saying it's, it's just um it's just a mental barrier i feel like that that makes me misunderstood and if people and then again, if you really think about it, you have to change your life and people don't want to change their life. So then they, you stop. I don't, want, I don't want to hear what he's saying, because if I really understand what he's saying and I hear what he's saying, I'm going to start second guessing what the hell I'm doing in my life and I don't want to change like and people don't want change we talk about change but then a lot of times this is so difficult to change a routine that you've been doing yeah. all your life
0: as a muslim i feel you bro
1: yeah yeah no absolutely and i, and I, I won't go back to even popeyes because like mpg county i think didn't a guy get stabbed here mm-hmm. yeah For a sandwich. For a sandwich. let yeah. me let me tell you why i feel like it's so it's so messed up <laughs> right and it's like this is why we should like boycott stuff like this i
0: hate to step off when you add a pp This something i do all, all, right, the, all right. the time go ahead go ahead
1: <laughs> talk to me i'm here with you yeah, yeah. yeah so papa's like again your everyday routine right just think about it like the everyday person you live in life you kind of you might be upset with your job you know what i'm saying already because you don't really want to work there but you got to work Then somebody might you know mess up your mm-hmm. day, you know what I mean? All you're looking forward to is this Popeye's chicken sandwich, right? You get what I'm saying? And this was in the height of all that, that yeah, the chicken sandwich. sandwich. Yep. you limiting the sandwiches. You're creating that demand. You're creating this hysteria. Then you're gonna limit it. So now I'm I'm going through all this stuff during the day and all I got to look forward to is this Popeye's chicken sandwich. And now it's a long line. Mm. Now, now you mad again. Now somebody step in front of you, you mad? Cause shit, they might run out. Yeah. So I'm pissed off. So yeah, you want you creating, you creating this. You telling me you can't? You got so much money, you can create to where you ain't got this. Everyone can have a sandwich. Everybody can have a sandwich. Plus one. (laughs) You have an extra one. You get what what I'm saying? So look what you really doing to people. You know what I'm saying? And if you just stop, if you just not don't go to Popeyes and don't let them win that battle of oh. We creating this hysteria, and you say, "Nah, fuck y'all." What? they they look stupid as hell. You mm-hmm. know what I'm saying? They have endless yeah. chicken sayings. There's <laughs> nothing to do with yeah, them. Yeah, nothing to do with them. Now you wasted your commercial money, your money, right? You know what I'm saying? But it's like, but we feed into the advertising Man. that they give us all the time, and they always win. And so that's what I'm saying. I'm misunderstood because I have a just a different mind of like what to do. Mm-hmm. I I wanted. We should have blacked out the Olympics when they talked about. Um. People couldn't wear Black Lives oh, Matter. Right? Or Neo or any sort of similar. Yeah. Uh, well, then black people, well, we'll show you how much Black Lives Matter in mm. this Olympics. We ain't going. But see, people think like, oh, well, I worked so hard for this. Mm. But what you get out of it? A medal? Then what? People sacrifice. Still mistreat, sacrifice. Yeah. People mm. still mistreating you all the time they telling you what you can and can't do it like i'm just i, I just have a different mind you know what I'm saying? and that's good. why i misunderstood it so it, it, it goes deep right and sometimes like and that's so why i be telling my girl a lot of times it takes me a long time to, to to talk like my explanations need in depth um you know things to make you understand what i mean and so <laughs> if, if i don't give it to you right like in depth you won't understand what I'm saying. They say saying. most geniuses won't be uh, understood until later, so yeah, it's, 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 it's part of the game. Yeah, yeah, it's part, you, of, the it's game. It's it's part of the game. It's part um, of the game. Lee, want to say thank you for coming here. This will be your next county executive. Yeah, Book man. it. We know it. Early voting is July 7th through 14th, and election date is July 19th. Early voting, July 7th through 14th. Look it up. Look local election place, make sure you get it in July nineteenth is election day. They got sample ballots. Early vote. These right? are nasty work. It's criminal. If you look inside, <laughs> they got they got names already no, filled out. These are bad vibes. Lee Massing bought that? It. Come on. Look at it. Look, yeah, look at they it. They got a sample very, ballot, but they circled. very, circle very
0: nasty work. How are you gonna pre circle somebody's name?
1: Yeah. We were talking about it earlier, man. It's yeah. very nasty it's criminal and again it's what they do is is how they commercialize this things is propaganda yeah they tell you they tell you what to buy they tell you who to vote for and they tell you everything right and most people are going to do this yeah right just like i'm telling on a television mm-hmm. most people are gonna do what they say to do on television Oh, i love that pizza It look good i'm gonna go and then you know when you get it, it ain't it don't it's look, not gonna like, be that. it ain't gonna be that mm-hmm. Right. But it's, it's still good though that's see that's a problem right it's it's good but it ain't good for yeah. you. This is day. nasty work. Lee, right. is there anything you want to say, father, to the people before you step? You have been an amazing guest, amazing stories, amazing insight. Once again, thank you. Thank you, guys. Nah, I mean just just what you said, man. July seventh through the fourteenth, early vote. Um, July nineteenth is voting. Like we really got to make a change, especially our demographic. You know, black men and young black men. Uh, we got to get out to the polls. Right, to make a change. Uh, we can't have these old politicians in here telling us what to do anymore. Again, having these sample ballots, up here, the, yeah, the propaganda, ridiculous. It's, it's ridiculous. And the only way it's all this is gonna change, right here, yeah, only way it's gonna change is if we go out and vote. So go out and vote July 19th. Lee brought this to my attention before, and I must say it on wax. In the last election, there was only 130,000 votes In a county of 460,000 plus Democratic Mm -hmm. voters, that means only a third of you voted and we can't have that. So make sure if you are registered to vote, go and vote. You can't be registered when you go to vote. Absolutely. So even if you're not registered, make sure you get out there and you go vote this week. Once again, July 7th through 14th is early election and July 19th is election day. Even this front. Beat me there. Even <laughs> not this be nasty. Yeah. Beat me there. Do not beat me there. Put these people on the front. Right. And and tell a friend to tell a friend and family members, all of yeah. that, because word of mouth is gonna be what's getting to everybody. Right. You got I I ain't gonna be able to reach the four hundred sixty something thousand mm-hmm. people that's out there, but right, you can reach those people with your words. Oh, I mean, it's yeah. a small word out Sister there, man, I, a I know. Baby. Yeah, exactly, so I know people that you know and they know people that I know, but that's all we gotta do is just go vote and spread the word to your friends and let them know that the election is coming up, because I've been out there where people have said, man, I didn't even know election was coming up. I know i seen the signs, mm-hmm. but they don't even know the dates. Yeah. You know what I mean? So just tell people it's, that you know that voting is, that the, is thing, the 19th. Is that for, like, you not putting your
0: date on the sign? Because I be saying the yard signs, and it's like, it's never a date on them motherfuckers. I'm like,
1: vote for me on such a date. Yeah, nah. It's like, oh, yeah, we support <laughs> such and such. Some some signs don't have it. Some signs do not have it. But then they change the date, though. So some of my literature had June 28th on it, mm-hmm. but they changed the date to July 19th. So um, that, that may be why some of the signs don't have it. Yeah. Um, but, okay. yeah. Once again, y'all listen you can decide who you want as your county executive would you want the cool guy who knows the difference between strippers and politicians or the old hags that you guys have now <laughs> exactly who you want to represent you go look at all the candidates and you just look you could look and see who you want to represent you and i'm, I'm the looked only one. on my way here and i was just like i'm the only one
0: <laughs> billy bridges you're <laughs> not getting my vote <laughs> Billy, and, I'm sorry, oh, Billy. It, <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm sorry,
1: Billy. Hey, man, listen, we got to be real. We got to be real, man. <laughs> and and like it's Who do you want to represent you? And I was just like, <laughs> that's not for me. Yeah. And not only the looks, it's just, I mean, just what I'm about, what my history is about. It yeah. ain't about what I'm talking about, it's what I've done and what I've accomplished in my life. And so, who would you want to lead you rather than, you know, somebody like me? It's a very
0: mm-hmm. intentional man that we have sitting on this couch.
1: Like I said, make some noise for Lee. Your next of executive. Exactly Thanks, Rallah. Thanks, Appreciate it, man. Alright. What's up? What's up? Either they don't know. Don't show. I don't care about what's going on in the hood.